On today's show, General Motors posts strong earnings, Faraday Future cancels plans to make electric cars in China, and classic cars may not turn out to be a good investment as millennials turn up their noses at cars. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for those who really want to keep up with the global automotive industry. General Motors posted its financial results for last year, and the numbers look pretty good. GM sold just over 10 million vehicles, which is just a shade over last year, but its revenue jumped 9% to just over $166 billion. Its earnings before interest and taxes jumped an impressive 16% to $12.5 billion. But GM's net profit fell by 2.7% to $9.4 billion, which it blames primarily on the mix of vehicles it sold and on foreign currency exchanges. Last year, General Motors paid its UAW workers $11,000 in profit-sharing checks. This year, those checks should be a little bit bigger. We've got several news reports related to electric cars. Honda and Hitachi just signed a Memorandum of Understanding to form a joint venture to make electric motors for EVs. The JV will have subsidiaries for manufacturing and sales in the United States and China. Renault acquired a French company called PVI that specializes in converting commercial trucks to run on natural gas or batteries. PVI, which stands for Power Vehicle Innovation, has already been working with Renault to come up with the Master ZE van, which will hit the market in Europe later this year. And here's the big bombshell for EVs. According to Auto Forecast Solutions, Faraday Future has canceled plans in China to make small and mid-size electric cars. They were originally planned to go into production in 2019. Auto Forecast also says that Faraday has canceled plans to make a seven-seater EV at its plant in Las Vegas. That plant was originally planned to make 150,000 cars a year. Now those plans have been chopped down to only 10,000 a year. We'll be back in a moment with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Yen Feng, experience in motion. Automotive supplier Lear, which specializes in seats and electrical systems, just made a major acquisition in Europe. It bought Grupo Antolin's automotive seating business for 286 million euros. This is an intriguing move. Grupo Antolin recently bought Magna seating operations, which are based in Europe. Now we have Lear buying part of that. And this move will really cement Lear's already powerful position in the seating business. One badass SUV, that's what Tim Kaniskis calls it. He's the head of passenger car brands at FCA North America, and he's talking about the new Dodge Durango SRT. It's hard to disagree with him. With a 392 V8 that cranks out 475 horsepower and 407 pound-feet of torque, it flies from 0 to 60 miles an hour in just 4.4 seconds. That's mighty fast for a three-row SUV. No top-end speed was quoted, but it has a 180-mile-an-hour speedometer. 
The lower front fascia was inspired by the Dodge Viper, and there's an air intake located just above the left front fog lamp, which drops the incoming air temperature by 18 degrees Fahrenheit. The Durango SRT will start arriving at dealerships at the end of the year. Oh yeah, one more thing. It comes with an eight-speed automatic, and to enhance its appeal to enthusiasts, Tim Kanuskas says we put a real shifter in it instead of a damn knob. Coming up next, fewer and fewer young people are getting a driver's license. A lot of them don't even care about cars, and that's starting to worry the people who collect cars. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Up until very recently, collecting classic cars was a good investment. But today's younger people just are not as interested in cars. So are prices of the older classics going to start to fall? I posed that question to David Madeira, the head of the LeMay Car Museum, during a recent episode of Autoline After Hours. And here is what he had to say. All the guys who have invested a lot of money in those cars because they're all going up, you know, when's the tipping point for them? Those values are softer. No doubt they're softer on the 20s and 30s. Haggerty knows it better than we do. They're really the experts. Right. Um, I think it's a real serious issue. It's part of why we get the old cars out on the road. And I will tell you that that crane simplex driving around through Boston, young and old would stop and go, oh my God, you know, and, and photographing it. Um, we got to make it, keep them out there so it's part of their experience. And somehow we got to make it part of their experience or it will be just gone. You're right. And of course, as always, you can find that entire interview on our website, Autoline.tv, or it is available on our YouTube channel. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.